Hello, everybody. Today, I am so excited to welcome Lani Reed to the Shamelessly Feminine podcast. She is an intuitive medium, a teacher, and a healer. She loves oracle cards and speaking with angels, and she's the author of Know Your Angels, Embracing the Angels' Messages, and Love Into Your Life. I am so excited to have her on here. I want to know everything about angels, <laughs> so we're going to learn a lot today. So, Lani, welcome. Please introduce yourself to everybody. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> um, of course, you've already heard my name is Lani Reed. Um, I'm an intuitive medium. I'm a teacher. I'm a healer. Um, I'm passionate, so passionate about speaking with angels, communicating with them. And I'm so, I'm also very passionate about introducing them to other people and turning their light bulb on so that they know that they can also have the support in their life. And I'm here, I think my purpose on this planet is to teach others how they can ask these angels for support in their lives so that they know they're not alone and that um, they know they can ask the other side for help and, and not be feeling guilty that they're asking for help to just know it's their divine right. And mm -hmm. the angels love them more than anything. All right. So I have a million questions and I, I just want okay. to start this off by letting you know that I, I personally am a believer. Um, okay. I, I've had certain experiences that make me believe, but, um, without getting too specific, I still have so many questions and so many okay. doubts at moments of like, well, you know, the human mind likes to go, well, did you really have that experience? Are you really <laughs> sure that that's what it was? So, yeah. uh, we try to shut the ego up. Right. So, all right. My first question for you is how did you know that you had this gift? How did it present itself to you? I believe for me, it's always been there. Mm. I just never really tuned into it. And I had this sort of belief when I was younger that, oh, that can't be me. That can't happen for me. I can't communicate. Why would it happen to me? Mm. And um, are these things that I'm experiencing really real? But it, w it took me till I was probably in my 30s to really believe. I had a few, um, how shall we say this, a few medical concerns mm -hmm. <laughs> that really catapulted me into connecting with them. Mm. Yeah. So, so can you give us an example, if it's not too personal to share, of like how angels showed up for you in your life and how you felt it was an angel versus just a coincidence or um, you know, something else of that nature? Okay. Um, excellent question. I was at the time, this was probably a, like, I'm going to say, cause it's mo the most recent time that I've had a communication or a connection with them. It happened when I was going to a doctor's appointment and I was in this big hospital and I thought, okay, before I go, I'm going to head to the, head to the washroom, get that over with. Cause here, sometimes you wait a few hours to get into the doctor. So um, I walked in and I felt somebody walk in behind me. And I was, I turned around and there was this lady there and twice the size of me. And she's like, do you have any money? And I'm like, nope, don't have any money. Cause I seriously didn't have any money. 
<laughs> and in, and at that point in time, I was going through like this huge uh, medical concern and I couldn't really talk very well. It was very painful to talk. It was, um, it was just not the best time in my life. And, and so I backed up cause she scared the crap out of me and I backed up into the bathroom stall and I locked the door if you, you know, and all of a sudden she starts yelling and screaming at me and trying to knock the, the door in. And I could tell that she was like totally um, on something maybe, I don't know, drunk, I'm not sure. But I was sort of like freaking out inside because I've never had any kind of experience like this whatsoever. Like it's one thing to really experience that with like somebody you know, but somebody you don't know and you have no idea what they're capable of. Yeah. It was a whole nother level. So I just... I didn't know what to do. And I was saying, and I was just like trying to hold the door shut as much as I can. Cause she's trying to like kick the door down and she's banging and screaming. And, and I don't even know how long this was, this was going on for. And all of a sudden I felt like this absolute peace wash, wash over me. And I can't even explain it. It was like the most peaceful feeling ever. And I thought to myself, like I should be going crazy, but I know I'm going to be okay. I know I'm going to be okay. And then I thought, okay, all I have to do is open this door and make myself look bigger. Hmm. So in the middle of her kicking the door, I don't know why I did it, why I didn't wait in there for somebody to come. I have no idea, but I just knew that's what I had to do. And I opened the door and I made myself look like I was going to hit her. And I stood on my tippy toes and I'm short and she was twice my size. And she went kind of like back on her butt and was sliding. It kind of all looked like it was in slow motion. Mm. It was the weirdest thing. Kind of like when you're in a car accident and if you've ever been in one and the vehicle coming at you is in slow motion. That's sort yeah. of the feeling that I had. And, and I see her sliding on her butt. And then I look and there's this woman standing in the center of the bathroom and she smiles at me and she's like, are you okay? And I'm thinking, well, did you not just not see that? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know? And she's like, you know, you're going to be okay. Right. And I'm like, yep. And she's like, do you want me to go get security? And I'm like, she goes, well, you can come with me and we'll go get security. And I'm like, okay. And this lady is still skidding on her butt. It was like the weirdest thing. And um, she just felt so peaceful. And so, like, she just was smiling. I don't know. It was weird. And so we walked out and security was like right outside the door standing there. Wow. How they, I, I don't know. It was, and she walks me to my appointment and she's like just consoling me and says that I'm going to be okay and all that. And I was just like uncontrollably crying. Cause I, I don't know it, it was a big stress. Right. Yeah. And I couldn't stop crying. And she says, do you want me to go and sit with you in your appointment? And I'm like, who is this woman? Right. Like, who would say that? So then I was like, no, I think I'll be okay. And and then I just turned and then I'm like, oh, I didn't thank her. And so I turned right back around and she was like gone, thin air, nothing there. And I know 
that she was an earth angel sent to me that day Mm -hmm. to help me just, I don't know. It was the best feeling. It was like sort of bittersweet because I got to meet an angel, but (laughs) how I got there was not the best circumstances, but, but I know they're always there and they're watching and, and they can intervene if it's like a really, um, stressful situation. So what is, what is, this, this leads me to the question that you say earth angel. I want to, what is an earth angel versus an angel? Okay. Thank you for sharing that story, by the way. Yeah, no, no problem. The difference between an earth angel and an angel is sort, well, to me, she was my angel, AKA in a human body, Mm -hmm. making her an earth angel. But I know a lot of other people think earth angels are um, like just a really kind soul, somebody that is like intuitive and um, the word here. Um, an empath, mm. an empathic, um, and people call them angels all the time and they do really good things all the time and they're constantly, um, I know Doreen, Doreen Virtue, not that that's a, the best person to look for but she does have a book on earth angels if Mm. you're really considering uh want to know more about earth angels but this what i'm calling an earth angel was an angel that came in human form to Mm. me but it was to me it was an actual angel but i know that sounds maybe a little bit crazy but (laughs) i don't she was there and i can't (laughs) explain it and then she like disappeared like that so yeah so here's a question. You say it was your angel. Is, does everybody have their own angel? Does everybody have, I've done a meditation before where um, like we talk about spirit guides and the meditation was all about like ask your spirit guide their name, that every spirit guide has a name. And does everybody have their own? Is there, you know, how, how, what is your belief in all, in all of that? Everybody does have their own angel. That is my belief that everybody has um, angels all around them and everybody has their own specifically guardian angel. Now, some people get like a guardian angel can be um, somebody that has passed over and then they, they come and like, cause lots of people say, Oh, well this person passed over and I know they're my guardian angel. They're guarding me. But to me, what a really what a guardian angel is is they've been with you through all your past lives, and and they know you on a soul level, mm-hmm. and they're here to guide you, and they follow you from lifetime to lifetime, and and they come with you into this life to to guide you. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned from Kyle Gray that, um, and then it came true for me, so I know it's true. So that lots of angels or let's say the guardian angel will come to you in a form that won't make you scared. So for me, my guardian angel, when I first met her came to me in the form of the, <laughs> of the littlest mermaid. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I called her Ariel and um, I don't know, they just come to you in a form that you're familiar with. And, and what, what, how did it come, How did Ariel come to you in that form? Like, how did you recognize it? I I met I did a meditation to meet my guardian angel, mm-hmm. and then she walked forward as a 
as a, as the littlest mermaid. So, and I thought I was like, what the heck? That's not, yeah. but like, I didn't understand it. And, um, but now that I, I understand that they, they, and they can transform, right. They can transform into other, other forms as well. But when you meet them, they'll, I'm not saying every time, but a lot of times they will come to you in a way that you're familiar with. Mm. So, so you, scare you you keep you say that you tell me things I ask you questions you tell me things and then you'll say sometimes like I know that sounds crazy or I know it seems weird <laughs> so is that is that and and I mean yeah it does and it doesn't you know I'm, I'm a okay. believer so in a way it doesn't but if somebody's not a believer um I mean you're obviously a believer and you even think sometimes it surprises you right so it does every time right yeah <laughs> so you, how do you, you just can't you just can't expect if you expect something, it, it won't come out that way. It's always better than what you can imagine. So how do you, how do you talk to people that maybe don't believe? Um, do they question you? Do you feel misunderstood by them? Is there a reason why people don't believe? I'm just curious as to what your thoughts are on that. Um. I don't really talk to a whole lot of people who don't, who don't believe. Usually people are drawn to me that are already um, in that mindset of, of believing in angels, but there are, you know, of course there's going to be disbelievers and, and a, well, atheists and, and that kind of thing. And, and I don't judge any of them because they, they maybe haven't had the experiences that I have had. And um, to, be to be at the viewpoint where I'm at, where I can know that the angels are around me and I see them everywhere. Do you think that being more open to the experience allows for more experiences? Yes, most definitely. Good yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, the reason I many things. The reason I I say that too is because I have a belief, and I don't know if it's true or not true, but it's just something I believe that we are all born with this gift, but many of us tune it out or change our minds once we start um, learning that it's weird or it's crazy or, you know, whatever it is, those words that we use. Um, I, I've had experiences, even with my son, my son once um, said to me, um, do you remember the, he was telling me a story. Do you remember the guy that came to the house? He was, it, he came with a monster and it was green. He was like a green monster. I'm like, what are you talking about? And, and we're going, and he was three and we're going on and on. And he's telling me the story about this monster that came and it was green and it came with this guy. And I just said, Sam, I don't know what you're talking about. That didn't happen. And my son has an amazing memory. And he said, Oh, wait, sorry. That was my last life. Oh, <laughs> Uh, it was like, oh, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. That's so amazing. Wow, how open is he? Isn't that crazy? So I think that, awesome. um, you know, we are all sort of born into the world with this gift, but we, you know, probably my reaction or maybe somebody else's, you know, my reaction was like, oh, okay, cool. Glad we knew each other in our last lives. Hopefully we'll know each other in our next one too. Um, you know, but for somebody else who might say, no, Sam, that's not right. You, you know, that's crazy. Then we start shutting down and we stop listening. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 100%. So how do angels show themselves? Obviously they can't verbally communicate unless they're an earth angel, obviously, but yeah. And I'm asking more specifically as far as uh, like symbols. I know for me, often I'll ask 
for a symbol, you know, I'll say to the angels or the universe, you know, if I'm in the right track, show me this symbol. Or, you know, if you're here with me today, I'm struggling, show me that symbol. And I usually pick very random weird things that always show up. (laughs) So, you know, how, in what ways have you found that they've shown up and that people can look for? Um, honestly, um, how they show up for me is I just get this, uh, peaceful feeling. I get tingles all over my body. Um, and then I, I see them with my third eye mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but I see numbers everywhere, like 11, 11, 12, 11, 12. 11. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say 11, 11 is a big one. <laughs> two, 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 three, three, three. And they all have meaning. So they're communicating with you. I know there's um, a few books on angel numbers, which would, which is an amazing thing to own so that you can just look up what they're trying to tell you or whatever. And I know angel feathers um, are huge, like depending on what color the feather is and how, you know, where you find it, um, things like that. And yes, I think it's an amazing that you ask for symbols, certain symbols to show up and they do. And that just gives you confirmation, right? That you're on the right path or, you know, because they love you. And yeah. And I too believe I'm just sort of backtracking one moment, but um, I too do believe that you're born with that gift. Mm. I do believe it. And I believe anybody can, um, bring it out in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It's kind of what I teach. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. I'm going to have to read your book. So tell me a little bit about Oracle cards and being an intuitive. How does that work? Like if you, do you feel like, um, I have a friend who I love and she tells me all the time she could see people's aura. She could see colors. And so, you know, I'll go to lunch with her and I'll be like, so what's my color today? Where am I at? You know? And she'll, she'll tell me and I'm like, yeah, that's like exactly what I'm feeling today. And I love that. Do do your friends and family kind of put that on you? Do they say, Hey, you know, you probably have some insight. What's going to be, what's going to happen or. Yeah, they do. They ask me all the time. Yeah. It's annoying. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Oh, you know, I love it because they're asking for help and, and, and I love that. Um, Oracle cards are honestly um, one of my biggest divination tools that I use Mm -hmm. um, to connect with the other side. And, um, you just can't make the stuff up that comes through. Yeah. Like you just can't. And um, yeah, they, I love them. Love, love, love them. And angel cards, that they, they work amazing as well. I love that. I love it. What else do you want people to know about angels and maybe working with somebody? Like in other words, when would, when would somebody maybe get an oracle reading or what is the benefit of it for them? And an oracle reading um, or an angel reading, anything or an angel reading. Honestly, whenever you have questions, whenever you're maybe trying to transition or you have a lot of change that you're uncomfortable with in your life. Um, anytime you want uh, guidance direction, they're an amazing resource. Yeah. Amazing resource. And what I want people to know about angels is that the angels that I specifically work with are called the Legion of angels. And they're basically under the archangels. They, they work with them, but they work a little bit under them because 
everything is a hierarchy, right? With the archangels being at the top. And the archangels are one, one energy, but all encompassing energy that comes as one. The legions of angels, what in my experience is that they are a group, legion being meaning group of angels. So they don't just come as one, they come in the hundreds of thousands. Mm. So, um, but they, they speak as one and they come as one energy, but they're, they're very, very powerful and they can support you so much and they have so much love for you and they guide you a lot of times through your intuition, mm. through um, signs and symbols, like you say, and um, they do want to have a conversation with you and they do want to have a relationship with you. You just need to invite them into your life. Mm. So is there a right and a wrong way to do that? No. Is it just a matter of, is it a meditation? Is it an internal thought? Is it just a prayer? Is it anything you want it to be? <laughs> I mean, is there anything you want it to be? It can be like, thank you angels for legions of, all the legions of angels for coming into my life and supporting me when I need support. It can be something as simple as that. It can be prayer. It can be a meditation that you, you meditate with the intention of meeting them and bringing them into your life. Mm. It can be anything you want, as long as they have that permission Mm. from you to come into your life because they can't go against your free will. I always try to, for me personally, I I haven't learned anything about this. I just do what I feel in my heart, but I've always sort of led with uh, permission and gratitude. And, you know, so it doesn't, it doesn't sort of always start with, can I ha- can you do this for me? <laughs> you know, cause any relationship yeah. would be stressed if somebody called you all the time and said, Hey, you know, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? There always sort of needs to be that give and take of a thank you. And you have permission to be part of my life and help. Yeah. Me. That's amazing. So they're helping you all the time. I hope so. Helping <laughs> you. Oh Yeah. And, and you, you just have to take a look at your life to know who's around you. Take a look at your life. Take a look at your, your um, things that are going right in your life and the things that aren't going so right in your life. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, um, you're, you're a little bit broke. <laughs> yeah, so everybody goes through that sense of uh, lack sometimes. Mm-hmm. Then the angels of abundance are with you. But hey, things that are going right in your life is you just got a promotion at work. So maybe the angels of vocation are with you. There is seriously an angel for everything. Yeah. And um, you just need to take a look at your life to see who is with you and around you. But they can't really help you unless you bring them in, unless you ask them to. Yeah. You know, I always find that uh, I speak a lot about surrender and not not getting you know held up with the things that you can't control in your life right. and um those are usually the things that i tend to turn to meditation and prayer and angels and all of that for those things that okay i don't have control over them right now and one of the things that i've learned is that um things that are meant to be don't always show up in the way that we want them to show up so that sometimes i think leads to the questioning of angels and spirit and universe or whatever it is that you want to call, you know, the different uh, modalities of energy. Um, Is it true that sometimes angels, even though they're protecting you, it may not be rainbows and unicorns all the time? That is a hundred percent correct because they don't always bring you what you want, but they'll always bring you what you need Mm. because their plan for you is so much better than the plan you have for yourself. Yeah. You just have to sort of, 
wait it out and and see it from a different perspective once things have settled down and and the right person might come into your life the right doctor the right because maybe you really want that surgery to make sure that because the doctors told you you needed that surgery but then you weren't um, a candidate all of a sudden and you got kicked out but you really wanted that because you thought you needed it but the angels knew you didn't you needed this other thing over here and then that shows up like six months later it always shows up when it's supposed to Mm. in divine timing when they can set it all up yeah and i guess that's part of the faith it's part of the faith yeah oh it's surrendering i i know yeah, especially during a time like this, you know, we're still sort of in the whole corona time and there's so many questions of why, why did this happen? Why is that happening? And and I just kind of, uh, it's funny you talk about that feeling of peace. I would say 98% of the time I have that feeling of peace that it's okay, everything's going to yeah. be okay, it's going to work out. Today I happen to be in that other 2% of I'm feeling super anxious and irritated and impatient (laughs) and stressed. Um, And those are the times, especially where we say, okay, what is going on? Why am I feeling like this? Where's my backup? (laughs) You know, I need a little hug today or whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's definitely tough, but I know that feeling of peace that you're talking about. It's, it's really interesting. For sure. When you can ask yourself, like you say, where is this energy coming from? Why am I feeling like this? And if you can get to the root of it, it helps you recover that much better and that much faster. And you know what action you need to take in order to get to the next step to get you into that peaceful state again. And, and a lot of that has to do with um, clearing your energy and making sure, you know, you're a, you're clear of other people's um, judgments. Yeah. Um, well, that was going to be my next about- statement. I, oh, yeah. I'm a big, I'm like a magnet for other people's energy. So I pick up yeah. other people's energy. And today, just today, this morning, I was having a moment of just quiet. Where is this fear and this anxiety and this irritability coming from? What's happening right now? And it just came to me very clearly that's not my energy. I'm, I'm carrying somebody else's energy. And I don't know whose it is, but they can have it back. Uh, <laughs> With love. Yes. I will hold space for you, but I will not hold your energy for you. Uh, no, good. but, yeah. but um, yeah, and that's for me today, that's the place I'm in where I'm saying, okay, thank, thank you for letting me know it's not mine, but please help me figure out where it belongs because it's really, it's like right here, right in the throat. You know, it's like, it's, it's palpable, the, the tension and, and the irritability. It's the best way I know how to describe it, but yet I have no yeah. reason to be feeling that way at the moment. So, um, um, what I, can I give you yeah. some advice what I would do? Um, I would call on the angels of clearing mm-hmm. and the, and Archangel Metatron to help clean and clear your chakras and to send it back to where it came from with love and light. And I would just then ask for you to be able to sit in your own energy, in your own loving energy, and to clear you of anything that is not in your highest good. Yeah. Yeah, asking for guidance in in the most gentle way possible is another thing that I, I learned yeah. the hard way. Um, but yeah, that's it's a lot about the verbiage and how you, you know, ask. I'm very careful about what I ask and what I put out there because it's really sometimes really taken word for word. <laughs> it needs to be yes, careful. 
<laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Is there anything I missed, Laddie, that you want people to know? Um, um I I'm we went over quite a bit. Actually, I, I loved it. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. I, I just wanted to make sure I'm to. asking the right questions since I don't oh, know yeah, about it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no. Um just I guess if people want to learn more, they can read my book or visit my website. Which is um www.lannyreed.com. If they would like to email me for um, maybe a one-on-one -on -one consultation or, you know, discovering if they want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, they can email me at info at lannyreed.com. Awesome. We will put all of that in the show notes. And I appreciate you coming here today and, well, being on Zoom today since nobody's coming or going anywhere. But I appreciate your time and having <laughs> me today. Uh, it was a wonderful Well, thank you for having me on the call. I, I loved it. Awesome. So you guys check out the show notes for all of the links. And um, if you think that somebody would love this podcast, please make sure you share it with them and give us a beautiful rating if you don't mind. So more women can find our podcast and we can change more lives. Thank you all for listening and stay safe.